Welcome to Kingdom Living Ministries, where our vision is knowing God, loving people, and making disciples. We trust this week's message will be a blessing to your life. Enjoy the teaching ministry of KLM. Hey, welcome this morning to Kingdom Living Ministries. I thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule uh, on the Lord's Day as we worship the Lord today. Um, we're going to dive right into the Word. I got something to deposit into this earth, and I believe that it's going to bless you really good. We've been talking about hearing from God and the leadership of the Spirit, how the Lord speaks and how the Lord leads. And last week, we, we talked about developing a listening heart, and we took it out of 1 Kings. And so today, we're going to um, develop that a little bit more, and I, I named it Developing Listening Ears developing listening ears. So let's go to the Lord in prayer, and we're going to dive right into the Word of God. Father God, we thank you. We praise you right there in your living room or wherever you are. Just lift up your hands. Father, we worship you. We thank you. We praise you. There is none like you in all the heavens and all the earth, and we declare our love for you, and we say that you are God, and besides you, there is no other. There is no other God but you. You're the only true God, and we declare your awesomeness in this place and awesomeness through YouTube and Facebook. And we thank you. We praise you, and we honor you, God. We praise you. Open your mouths, and let's declare our love for Jesus and our love for the Father and our love for the Holy Spirit. We worship you. We praise you. There is no one like you. Oh, glory to God. Thank you. Thank you, Father. And I yield myself as a vessel meant for the master's use. And I say, use me, Lord, use me, make me usable in your kingdom. Father, may I speak forth your word with clarity, with power and demonstration. And I thank you, Father, as we talk about developing listening ears, I thank you for changing our hearts, keeping our minds stayed upon you, Father. We praise you, we honor you. Grant unto your people the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you that the eyes of their understanding will be enlightened, that they may know what is the hope of your calling, what are the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints, what is the exceeding greatness of your power towards them that believe. Granted to me, your son and your slave, supernatural divine utterance, that I may boldly make known the mysteries of the gospel. In Jesus' name, amen. So good to pray. Is, is prayer changes us. Prayer positions us to hear from God. Prayer positions us to receive from God. Prayer changes everything. Prayer is, um, prayer is something that we should keep as a priority. And so with that in mind, we're talking about developing listening ears. As you know, I just got off of work, for glory to God. Got off work and went to my real job. <laughs> well, actually, just got from my job. Now I'm in my real work. <laughs> Glory to God. If you have your Bibles, um, you, you need to take some notes today. I got a lot of scriptures, a lot of um, keys, if I can say that. I got a lot of keys this morning. So if you, you get, get a notebook, get a Bible, go ahead, go ahead, go, go, go get something. And I know you like to use your smartphones and whatnot. Use that as you will. But um, get a notebook. I think it's something that happens when you actually write it down. I think you kind of remember it a little bit more. That's just my, I have no support for that. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, let's let's dive right into that. So we're talking about developing listening ears. Last week we talked about developing a listening heart, and today we're talking about developing listening ears. All right. So if you think about the word ear, right? Ear, and let's look at heart. Ear is right there in the center of heart, as you spell heart, right? H-E-A-R-T. And right in the middle of heart is ear. So I want to submit to you that the key to your heart is your ears. The key to your heart is your ears. And so we have two ears which the Lord can minister to us. And we have spiritual ears. And we'll talk a little bit more about spiritual ears in a minute. So if you have your Bibles, go with me to Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4. I'm going to be reading out of the ESV as well as the CSB, which is the Christian Standard Bible. Um, Proverbs chapter 4, and let's look at verses 20 to 23. My son, be attentive to my words. Incline your ear to my sins. Let them not escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and healing to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all vigilant, for from it flow the springs of life. Keep your heart with all vigilance. King James says, keep your heart with all diligence. So here we, we see the, the um, Saul, um, Solomon saying, my son, be attentive to my words, incline your ear to my sins. And so let's transfer, let, let's look at that in light of um, Father God speaking to us. So we should pay attention, be attentive to the word of God. Whatever God has to say, we need to be attentive to. And it says, incline your ear to my sins. We need to incline our ears to the sayings of the word, to the sayings of God. We need to glue our ears to what God has to say. It says, pay attention to my words. That means to listen, listen closely to my sins. And don't lose sight. It says, keep them within your heart. Guard your heart by guarding your eyes and your ears. Your eyes and your ears are gates into your heart. Your eyes and your ears are gates into your heart. So be careful what you expose your gates to because they are the door gates into your heart. So whatever I see, whatever I hear goes into my heart. And we know what the Bible says, Jesus says, it's what comes out of a man's heart that defiles a man, but not what goes in. And so we do need to be careful what we expose our mind to, our ears to, our, 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 our eyes, because those things will stay with us. I, I once heard a man of God say that he was reading books and, and he was reading books and some of those books were harmful to his faith and they stayed with him for most of his life. It took him years to get things out. Do you know that it is easier to learn something than it is to unlearn it? It's easier to learn something than to unlearn it. So it is very important that we are teaching our kids, we're, we're exposing our kids to good sound doctrine so that they can actually be exposed to good stuff and so that they can have a better, um, a better place than we were growing up. And so be careful what you read. I read a lot of books, but be careful what you expose yourself to. 
You want to make sure that you're exposing yourself to something that's going to feed your faith and not harm it. And so what goes into your heart will affect your entire life. Let me say that again. What goes into your heart will affect your entire life. So we look at Proverbs 4. Let's look at verse 23. Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. If you go to the scripture above it, verse 22, it says, for they are life to those who find them. How many know that the word of God is life to us? Jesus says, the words that I speak, they are life and they are spirit. So God's word is life to us. And it says, healing to our flesh, to their flesh. God's word is medicine to our flesh. Do you know that within the word of God has the ability to heal you? God's word has the ability to heal your physical body. And so I, sometimes I listen to healing scriptures. Um, healing scriptures, listening to that Christ is my healer, that Christ has redeemed me from the curse of sickness and disease. And th that, that right then itself is, has enough power to heal my physical body. And so I want to challenge you, feed your faith. Just don't read the Bible, but read it in faith. Read it with faith. So <clears throat> it says, if you listen to God's word, you can get healed. You can get wisdom. You can have direction for your life. If you get God's word, God's word will give us direction for our life. I want to say this, that people really don't listen to God. People really don't listen to God. Because if they did, they'll be more successful. Listening to God, and, and when I say listen, developing listening ears is what we're talking about. When we listen to God, we're actually, we are setting ourselves up for success. Have you ever noticed that whatever the Lord tells us to do is for our benefit? Everything that the Lord tells us to do, he tells us to come to church. And we know from Psalm that it says that there's strength in the sanctuary of the saints. He tells us to sleep, to rest. Um, that's good for your body. He even told his people from the, in the Old Testament for the male to suffer circumcision. And we later on found out circumcision is able to, to keep diseases away from the male. And so we, we have reasons um, to obey God, a motivation. God tells us to, uh, tells children to obey their parents. And when they do, there's a promise attached to their obedience. They'll live long on the earth and all will be well with them. And so we see God time and time again telling us to do something, but he has our best benefit. Or he has our best interest in mind. He tells us to bring the tithe. We know that scripture in Malachi says, will a man rob God? And you think about it. Can we really rob God? Yes, we can. We can rob him from the ability to bless us. So when you don't honor the Lord with your tithes and your offering, you are robbing him of the ability to bless you. Um, when we give, there's something that happens when we give. And medically speaking, if you do some research, you'll find that there is, there is um, life that's being produced as we give. And the, Jesus said this in the book of Acts, it's better to give than it is to receive. And so there, again and again, God tells us to do something, and he has our best interests in mind. And so as we obey God, everything that God tells us to do, it is for our benefit. He tells us to praise him. 
What, what does praise do? Praise can break depression off of your life. Praise could make you more aware of, a God, of God. Praise is a way to acknowledge him. And once we acknowledge him, what happens? He directs our steps. And so again and again, look at the scriptures from Genesis to Revelation. Everything that God tells us to do, it will benefit you in the long run. And sometimes in the short run. And so we're talking about being led by the Spirit of God, hearing from God. If you're going to be successful, you're going to have to take some time to listen um, to the Word of God and to the Spirit of God. You're going to have to take some time listening. And I, I wrote this down. It's, I said half of your problems will be solved if you just listen to the Lord. I want to change that. I want to say that all your problems will be solved if you'll just listen to God. He is the answer. God is the solution. He's the way, the tr truth, and the life. And so if we're going to get our answers, or we're going to get some answers in life, we're going to have to learn how to listen to God. We're going to have to listen to God, and we're going to look at a story in 1 Samuel about Samuel, about how he was developing listening ears, listening to God. You're going to have to develop some listening ears. And, and I'm going to define listen a little bit later. So I have a question for you. What is God saying to you? What is God saying to you? What has God spoken to your heart? When I talk about your heart, I'm talking about your spirit, not your physical being. What is God saying to you? Is he telling you to leave those friends alone? He tells us in Corinthians, he says, bad company corrupts good behavior. So you can get around some bad people some people who have negative influence, and that will affect you. So it does matter who you're around. It really does. He that is wise, walk with wise men. And, and the Bible tells us not to be friends with an angry man because that anger, that anger, the, the, the anger will jump upon us. He, he'll teach us his ways. So we need to make sure that we um, are leaving certain people alone. God will tell you to leave certain people alone. Is he telling you, is he dealing with you about your attitude? Attitude is everything. Attitude will position you to receive from God, or it can block you from receiving from God. So your attitude is important. Success, 90% of success is your attitude. So what's your attitude been? Sometimes people get attitude in the church. You know, there's a particular song they don't like. Some people get attitude every time I talk about tithing. I'm going to preach tithing to the day I die um, or to the day that the Lord raptures me up. Listen, tithing is part of our covenant. And I don't think that there's a lot of more teaching about it. I think people think Christians believe that tithing is an optional, but it really isn't. It's what God does. And God uses the tithe to finance his kingdom and finance his church, all right? Is God telling you, what is he dealing with you about your mind, your thought life? You know, you can't be thinking the wrong thoughts. He tells us what to think about in Philippians 4 and Isaiah 26, verse 3. I keep your mind, if you keep your mind stayed on me, I keep you in perfect peace. So God tells us to think about those things which are lovely and, and pure and so forth. So it does matter what you're thinking. How, how's your thought life? Have you thought about your thought life? Have you thought about the way you think? Is he telling you to stop eating or drinking certain foods or beverages? What is the Spirit of God telling you to do? You know, sometimes 
that was a man of God. He was, um, had problems with his elbow. And so he began to confess the word about healing. And he prayed to the Lord and he inquired of the Lord for his wisdom. Spirit of the Lord told him to stop drinking coffee. And he, he had had, a, you know, at least a pot of coffee a day for all, most of his adult, adult life, if not all. And so he stopped. He's decided to listen to God and stop drinking coffee. Guess what happened? Within a couple days, his elbow was totally healed. So whatever was in the, that, the, that coffee was causing some type of inflammation or something with his elbow. And I'm telling you, God will, if you'll listen to God, God will tell you what to eat. And I'm not talking about getting deep, everything you, you know, eat. Oh, the Lord said, don't eat that. I mean, don't get flaky on me, all right? But what I'm saying is he'll give you, if you'll seek him, he'll lead you to the right foods. He'll lead you to stuff that will produce life in your body. Sometimes the people that, you know, later on in life, they, they reap something because they ate something for a long time. And, and they wonder, well, why is God punishing me? No, you didn't listen to God. Because if you listen to God, God will lead you away from sickness and disease, not into it. All right? So he will, tell, he will deal with you about your food, your eating habits. Um, he'll deal with you about your sleeping habits. How are you sleeping at night? Sometimes we, we're tired and sometimes we don't get enough vitamin D, sunlight. Sometimes it's just a, it's a result of, of us feeding our television. You know, looking at television is not really resting. Let me say that again. Looking at television is really not resting. We think it is, but it's, it's entertainment, but it's not really resting. So you really got to find out how to rest. I think sometimes people need to learn how to rest, how to trust in God and rest. Resting is not necessarily looking at television or doing something, but maybe just being still and being quiet. Maybe putting some perhaps classical music on or perhaps some jazz or gospel jazz or whatever the case may be, some nice music or just quietness. When the last time you developed that solitude and you just was quiet before the Lord. We do need that. We need to rest. And, 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 and God has given us the model he worked six days and rested on the seventh. So you cannot go on working forever and ever and ever and it not be good for you, right? It's, it's going to affect your body. So you do have to take some time to rest. And so perhaps God is telling you to rest. Maybe he's telling you, leading you to go on a vacation or a staycation. Um, is he telling you, is he telling you to speak up more or to be quiet? What is the Lord leading you about? God is not to be blamed for our problems. He is the solution for our problems. I'm just taking my time. All right. He is the solution. So go ahead and write that down. God is the solution to my problems. He's not the one to be blamed for my problems. He is the solution. So sometimes when people, quote unquote, say the sovereignty of the Lord, they say everything is the Lord's will. That is one of the biggest lies of the enemy. Everything is not the Lord's will. So whatever is happening in your life is not necessarily is from God, right? Get that in your head. You need to unlearn that. Everything that happens in your life is not the Lord. Um, you know, you, you, you're in a job that you don't like. That does not necessarily is the Lord. Now, God can use anything, but it's not him that is causing harm. Oh, in this pandemic, I drew closer to God. Well, you could have drew closer to God outside of the pandemic. 
You know, so, so stop blaming God for everything, all right? So I'm going to talk about, real quick, three ways of hearing. We're talking about developing listening ears, listening ears. And when I talk about listening, I am actually talking about hearkening to God, um, obeying. Now, I'm not just talking about listening in the sense of hearing the instructions, but actually obeying what the Lord is saying, acting upon the word of God. And so, and I'll get into that. So there are three ways of hearing. So go ahead and write that down. Three ways of hearing. We're talking about developing listening ears. The first one is slow to speak and quick to hear. Go with me to James chapter 1. James chapter 1. Glory to God. It's good to be alive. I'm telling you, it's good to worship the Lord. James chapter 1. We may not meet in person, but I'm live here at the church, and I'm telling you, it's a blessing to be able to be live. James chapter 1, and let's look at verse 19. Know this, my beloved brothers and sisters, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. So we need to be quick to hear and slow to speech. The Bible actually says this, that where there's much speaking, of much talking, sin is not lacking. So where you hear a lot of people talking, you, you, you can bet that some, there is some sinning going on. And here the scripture tells us to be slow to speak, but quick to hear. So question for you is, how many mouths do you have? I hope you say one. How many ears do you have? Two. So that lets me know something. We need to listen twice as much as we talk. We need to listen twice as much as we talk. Even in prayer, we need to listen twice as much as we talk. Even in church, while you're hearing the word of God, you need to listen twice as much as you talk. Sometimes, not, and I don't want a quiet church. I'm not, I'm not advocating for a quiet church. What I am saying, sometimes when there is a lot of talking, and, and while the pastor's talking or, or the, the minister talking, you can't even hear what the person is saying. Sometimes even with prophetic words come forth and the Lord gives somebody a prophetic word. If, if the Lord gives me a prophetic word for you and I begin to prophesy to you and all of a sudden you, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You're not listening to what I have to say. You're not listening to the prophetic word. So it does no good for me to continue. I'm telling you, sometimes even in church, you need to make sure you're listening, hearkening to what is being said and not just mouthing. Sometimes we can get in the habit of just talking, hallelujah, you know, and, and, I, and I, I'm for yelling, hallelujah, shouting, and I, I'm, I'm for that. You know I'm for that. But what I'm saying to you, we got to guard and make sure that we're listening to what's been said, even in when people pray. Don't be so quick to put your agreement with somebody praying. So as somebody's praying, pray listen to them. The Bible says watch and pray. And the word watch is not necessarily keeping your eyes open and watching. It actually means to be sober, to be alert. So listen to a person as they pray. I, I, I listen to people. And sometimes people are full of fluff. A prayer, a public prayer will expose your, your theology of God. It will expose what you believe about God, what you think about God, what you think about human 
uh, humanity, sometimes people are preaching to other people in prayer. So instead of being, having the boldness to go talk to the person, they pray the, the, the problem so the other person can hear it. So we got to be careful of that. So we don't want to do eye service, praying for eye service. But you need to pray, listen to people as they pray. Listen to them. Take some time to hear what is being said. When somebody prophesies to you, listen to them. Or you're reading the Bible, listen to the Word of God. Or you're listening to music, listen to the lyrics. We need to be slow to speak, both in prayer, both in church, both in listening, receiving a prophetic word. We need to be slow to speak. And, and then there's also, when someone's talking to us, we need to make sure that we're not always doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you said. No, but do you hear what I'm saying? You know, I, I'm going back to the movie, I think, Rush Hour. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Like, are you, are you, are you catching the spirit? Are, are you listening to what I have to say? And, and, and you have to listen. Listen to people. You can know what's in the heart of a person based on what they say. You can know, because the Bible says, out of the heart the mouth speaketh. So a person will tell you what's really inside of them if you just listen. They will, it is the key of exposing what's in a person's heart. If a person is all about money, it'll come up time and time again. If a person is all about themselves, they'll talk about themselves all the time. They'll talk about what they, and, you know, sometimes it's, it's a debate. If you tell them, oh, you know, my back hurt. Oh, my back hurt too. <laughs> they, they're in the competition with you. Oh, you know, I'm just concerned. Oh, I'm so concerned too. So they're not really concerned for you. They just, they're competing with you. And sometimes people hijack each, and I have to watch myself to do, watch myself with this, all right, especially with my wife. If she's saying something and I think I, I, think I know where she's going to go, I, I'll fill in the blank. That's hijacking, hijacking sentences. And usually when a person hijacks, I'm, this is my speculation, it's because they don't, they don't really have anybody to talk to too often or they no, they got your audience. They got you to listen to. <laughs> so they hijack your sentence. And I hate when people do that. I hate when people hijack my sentence. Because even if I'm trying to pronounce a word, or if I'm trying to think of a word, I don't necessarily, unless I ask for your help, don't help yourself to help me. Right? And I should, should likewise, I should let you express what you're about to say. If you ask me what word was I going to say, then that's one thing. But let's not hijack each other's sentences. And some of us hijack God. We go and, you know, we're in prayer, and we, we get a little bit of what God is saying to our spirits, and we fill in the blanks. Don't, stop hijacking God. <laughs> stop trying to determine what God is saying for your life. Stop hijacking God. And even with the Word of God, and, and this has happened in this church, 
I'm, I'm speaking according to scripture or I'm reading a scripture and somebody is quoting it while I'm talking. There, you, you can't even appreciate the scripture that you think you know because you're trying to talk over me. Be careful of that. You begin too familiar with the word of God just because you know it. Sometimes, even, even if I know something, right? Even if I know something, I'll be quiet and listen, especially when it comes to elders, you know, like a mom gram or a pop gram. If they're talking to me, I'll listen. Even if I know where they, I think I know where they're going or I think that they know the scripture that they're using. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yes, but I also will pause and get quiet so I can hear the conclusion of a matter. And so that's what we need to do. We need to hear the conclusion. Developing listening ears is specifically talking about listening to the Lord. But I want us to apply this in each other. Communication is the key. Listening to what a person has to say. And sometimes I have a mentor, Dr. Patrick, one of my mentors, and he'll say, this is what I'm hearing you say. Correct me if I'm wrong. So he'll give back to what he's hearing. If we'll just practice that, I'm telling you, we'll solve a lot of communication problems. So you're really saying this is how you feel. Or the Lord's dealing with you. And, and talk, you know, Lord, this is what you said in your word. Is this what you mean? And the Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you. All right. <laughs> I, I'm getting excited about that. This, uh, but this could be applied to other people as well. So three ways of hearing. The first is to be slow to speak and quick to hear. So let's be quick to hear. Quick to hear each other. And most importantly, quick to hear from the Lord. Quick. Whether it's through the written word or through the Holy Spirit. Let's be quick to hear. Let's sit at his feet and hear what he has to say. Holy Spirit, what do you have to say today? Holy Spirit, you know the situation. And you know what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm facing. Your word is the answer. Your spirit will guide me. And he's my personal tutor in the word of God. So lead me and guide me today. Let me be slow to speak, but quick to hear. Even in prayer. I, I venture to say some of our prayers are not answered because we're too quick to pray. You should be quick to pray. Some of us pray too fast. Yeah, I said it. You pray too fast. Sometimes, and I hate when people say, oh, let me pray for you right now. I, well, let me express what's going on with me. Because just because you ramble some words don't mean that your prayers are getting answered. So let's not be so quick to pray, even when we have an urgent need. Don't be so quick. Go into the word of God, find scriptures, if you got time, and then pray. And even as you're praying, listen to the spirit of God leads you and guides you. When I say listen, I'm not talking about listening to a voice, but following the inner witness. Be slow to speak. Be slow to pray. Be quick to hear. What does the word of God say about this situation? What does the Holy Spirit say? Says, what, what is he, how is he guiding about this situation? Be slow. To, three types of hearing. First is to be quick to hear and slow to speak. We're fast to hear and we're slow. 
we're fast to we're fast to speak and we're slow to hear. And the reason why is because we don't obey that scripture. We're slow to hear and fast to speak. We think we have all the answers. We think even in prayer, even when it comes to the plan of God, we think we know it. So be slow to hear. No, be slow to speak and quick to hear. All right, first, that's the first one. The second one is go with me to Mark chapter 4. I hope you're getting something out of this. Give me some hearts on Facebook if you're on Facebook. Come on, push all them little hearts. Say, yeah. Uh, Pastor Dwayne, I'm getting something. I'll put a question mark. <laughs> Mark chapter 4, and let's look at Mark 4, 24. I learned this, this right here I learned when I was a young lad and just starting out in the ministry. Mark chapter 4, and let's look at verse 23. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. And he said to them, pay attention to what you hear. With what measure you use it, it will be measured to you. And still more will be added to you. For to the one who has, more will be given. From the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. Now, I remember being a teenager reading that, and I was so, excuse me, I was so mad that the Lord put that there. I'm like, what, what do you mean? I, because I don't have, you're going to take what I do have away? Well, that's what the word says. Right, let's read that again. Verse 23. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. How many have some ears? Come on, touch their ears. But this is talking about spiritual ears. He that has ears to hear, let him hear. Even in the book of Revelation, again and again and again, um, the Lord Jesus will say, he that has ears to hear, let him hear. You, do you have ears to hear? And that word hear is not just a hearing the instruction, but it's actually hearkening. It's listening to obey, listening to follow the instructions. So what are, you, what are you listening to? He that has ears to hear, if you'll listen to what I have to say this morning, it will save your life. If you're listening to what I have to say this morning, it will gain, you will gain wisdom and you will gain direction and it will save your marriage. It will save, save your sanity. It will save your kids. It will save your grandkids, save your job, save your money, save your health. I'm telling you, this is one of the most important messages that I have ever preached. Develop, I'm depositing this word on the earth so it can be here when I'm long gone. Listen, listen, <laughs> develop listening ears. This will save your marriage. This will save your relationship with your kids. I'm telling you, I've worked with teenagers for a long time. And I'm telling you, over 15 years of experience as a youth pastor at three different churches. I was a youth pastor at three different churches. And I'm telling you, one of the major keys into a teenager's life or a young adult life is just listening to them. That's half of the battle. If you'll listen to your kids, they'll tell you what's going on in their world. They'll tell you what's going on in their heart. They'll tell you what's going on with their friends. I'm telling you, listen to their music. What is it that they're listening to? Because what they're listening to is an expression of what they feel. We listen, I'm, mainly, we listen to music that express 
the way we feel. Though we may not necessarily, all, all of us are not artists or some type of musician, but we listen to the type of music that express who we are. We read books based on the expression of who we are, right? For the most part, we like our favorite books. And so I'm telling you, the music that a kid listens to will tell you a lot about that kid. And so here, he that has ears, let him hear. You have ears today. Hear. Hear what the Spirit of God is saying through your pastor right now. What is the Spirit of God saying through your pastor? I'm telling you, if you believe that I'm anointed by God to pastor you, you should be listening. It's amazing to me. So many people will, will call me their mentor or their spiritual father or their pastor, and yet they won't listen when I have something to say. And if you know me, you, you, you rarely would get my opinion about something because I'm not in the business of pushing my opinion. You may like pizza with no cheese on it. I may like a Supreme, <laughs> you know. So I'm not going to push the Supreme on you who you don't like. You may not like Chick-fil-A, but I do. You may not like sweet potato pie, and you might like pumpkin pie. So that, that is not what I'm preaching or I'm sharing with you. So when I come to you or you ask me a question, I'm sharing something with you. I'm sharing it from an understanding of the Word of God. and what the, Am I perfect? Absolutely not. But I, I'm telling you, you need to listen. And sometimes people want to call, oh, you're my pastor, but I'm pastor in name only. <laughs> and, and, and I, I, I you know, you don't really listen when I have something to share with you because I'm really sharing from a place of, of concern. I, I'm, I'm really trying to pastor you. And so, and, and this is not for anybody specific. So if you think it's you, then it's probably not you or probably is you and you just got offended. But if I share something with you and even in the pulpit, I'm sharing it from a heart of, I want the best for you. I want God's will for your life. All right. I'm not trying to, I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to control anybody's life but I am trying to save your life. I'm actually trying to lead you into heaven with some rewards and for you to have victory on the earth. That's what I'm trying to do. And if you allow me to, I will help you. You know, the word of God is in my heart and in my mouth, and I will help you and lead you into the, the wealth of God, both naturally and spiritually, if you'll listen. So going back to he that has ears to hear, let him hear. What are you listening to? What are you listening? Who are you listening to? Who has your thoughts? Who, ha who has your heart? Who has your heart? What, what are you listening? Who, who's speaking to you? Who's in your mind? Who, who, who's on your, on your heart? Who has your heart? Whoever has your heart has your ears. So you got to make sure that you incline your ears to the Lord's sayings. What is the word of God saying? The word of God says something, and everything that God says will set you up for life. I'm, I remember time, I'm taking my time. We, we didn't have praise and worship today, so you're going to get an hour word, right? I, I do believe that you should, um, should be disciplined enough to listen to the word of God for at least an hour. And if I go hour 15 or hour 20 minutes, it's okay. It's the Lord's day, and it's the middle of a pandemic, so you don't need to be out moving around. Well, I got stuff to do. No, you, you just, you do what you want to do. Negro do what Negro want to do, right? That, that's the bottom line. You do what you want to do. And so when people's like, oh, you preach too long, you preach too short. If I listen to all the people in the church, 
they'll have me confused. Some say I preach too long. Some say I preach too short. But it really doesn't matter, right? If it's the word of God, you should listen. And you know I don't preach an hour and some change every week. Well, maybe an hour. Um, Dr. Miles Monroe, he preached like three hours. Kenneth Copeland, he preached like three CDs. <laughs> and so, so um, I think I'm in good company. <laughs> One time Paul was preaching so long, the man fell asleep. <laughs> and he was in the window, fell asleep, fell off, fell, fell out the window and broke his neck and died. Paul went down, raised him up, got back up and went and preached some more. That's pretty, that's pretty profound. All right, I'm not going to do that to you tonight, today, this morning. All right, but he that has the ears, let him hear. And then he said to them, pay attention to what you hear. With the measure you use, it will be measured to you, and still more will be added to you. So your ears is the key to your increase. Let me say that again. Your ears... Your ears are the keys to your increase. If you'll listen, and you'll listen to God, and you'll listen to wisdom, wisdom cries out, then you'll have some increase in your life. You'll never regret, listen to this, you'll never regret listening to God. If you'll follow God in this life, you'll never regret it. Because the Bible says in Psalm 37, verse 37, mark the perfect of the upright man. For the end of that man is shalom, nothing missing and nothing broken. Let God lead you. Let God speak into your life. Let God prophesy to your life. Let God prompt you and lead you every day of your life. It'll save your life. It'll save your children. It'll save you money. It'll save you time. It'll save you energy. Listen to the Spirit of the Lord. Listen to the Word of God. Are you getting that? All right. And so my second hear ways of hearing is to pay attention to the content of what you are hearing. Pay attention to the content. Pay attention to the meat of what is being said. That's what the scripture says. He says, pay attention to what you hear. Pay attention to what you hear. So what is it that you're hearing? What are, and, and, and I may get criticized, and this is opinion. This is not necessarily the Bible. Pay attention. I don't listen to the news. I don't. Why? Because they promote fear. I mean, they will, it will, and that's the truth. I'm not telling you not to listen to the news, and I know some people, I listen to the news so I can pray. Most of the people that say that don't pray <laughs> about what's going on in the world. So stop lying. You're lying to yourself. You just, you lie, lies, lies. Don't, 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 don't say that. Say you like to listen to the news. You like to know what's going on. But you know, th there's an agenda Usually from the news standpoint, right, what's being said. So, so don't, don't let that get into your heart. Listen to the content. What, pay attention to what you hear. If it's good word, pay attention to it. Good stuff to, to inspire you, pay attention to it. All right? So the second one is to pay attention to what you are hearing, the content. Pay attention to the content of what you're hearing. And he goes on, he talks about the value that you put on what you hear will be what you receive. So what you put on what you hear will be the measure that will be measured back to you. You can have two people in church, right? 
the pastor is preaching. One person will receive that word and they will value what is being said and they will act on it. Another person will listen, but they don't value. Oh, we had church. That, what, what, what is that, having church? No, be the church. Stop having church. Be the church because you can take the church with you everywhere you go. So what do you value? If, you, if, if, we had, if I had a seminar, how to be a millionaire, right? And I tell you that I'm, going, I'm selling these tickets and it's $1,000 just to come and hear me pre, to, to teach how to be a billionaire. So you value by saying, I'm going to spend $1,000 to spend three days with PD. Because within those three days, he's going to give me the tools that are necessary for me to become a billionaire. All right? Value. What, what do you value? Put a demand on what you're hearing. Because the, what you put, and you could take this principle and apply it to school, or apply it to a book, or a seminar, or podcast or something that you value what you're listening to value what put put a demand on it because what you put into it will be the what will be measured back to you and it goes on it says this for to the one who has more will be given so if you put more value on the word of god then what you're hearing you'll reap more from it you could have two people in the church one person and this one sermon and two different responses. One person says, wow, that changed my life. The other person says, oh, I heard that before. So the person that put the value on it will actually get more. And it goes on, it says, for the one who has, more will be given. And from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. So one will get something and get increased. The other one will get less. All right. Let's go to the next one, my last one. It says this, if you have, anyone has ears to hear, and we talked about that, many people don't hear, they just let the words pass by. That's what I wrote down. Many people don't hear, they just let the words pass by. So you value what you're hearing based on what you do with it. Act upon what you have. And as you act upon it, you will get more. We must become doers of the word. We must become doers of the word. Think of all the sermons that you've heard. Before I go to the third one, the third hearing. Think about all the sermons you have heard. If you would just act upon them, you'll be one successful person. Think about all the sermons that you have ever heard. Now, if it was good sermons, if they were word-based sermons, and it was full of the gospel and full of the word, full of the Holy Spirit, then you'll be one blessed individual. To truly hear is to really obey. Are you totally listening to the Lord? Remember, to listen is to, to obey. Put into practice every sermon that you hear from this moment on. Every truth you read in books, every promptings of the Spirit, obey it. Or act upon what you hear and you'll be blessed. Don't be relaxed, but obey immediately. Delayed obedience is really disobedience. That just saved somebody's life right there. Delayed obedience is really disobedience. And so this is your homework for the next week. 
write down areas you are in disobedience. Write all the areas that you think that you are in disobedience. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you areas that you're in disobedience. Once you have done this, then ask the Holy Spirit to help you make things right. That's your homework assignment. Write down all the areas that you think you're in, in disobedience in, and then ask the Holy Spirit to lead you and to add to it or take away from that, and then ask the Holy Spirit to help you make things right. Whatever the Lord has shows you where you're disobedient, whether it's at your church, your job, your family. Remember, the full blessing comes upon those who are in obedience, the full blessing. Don't allow disobedience to rob you another day. Don't allow disobedience to rob you another day. All right, so this is my last point, and then I'm going to stop. I got plenty more, but we're going to stop for today. Luke chapter 8, Luke chapter 8, Luke chapter 8, verse 18, says this. It says, take care then how you hear, for the one who has more will be given, from the one who has not, even what he thinks he has will be taken away. Take care then how you hear. Remember, Mark says, Take care of what you hear. Luke is saying, take care of how you hear. So let's talk about how you hear. Are you slow to hear? Are you uh, what you hear and how you hear? Those are the three, three types of hearing. Slow to hear, what you hear, and how you hear. If you hear with anticipation to obey, do you hear with anticipation to obey? Do you hear with the right attitude? Do you hear with the right attitude? Sometimes people are mad. But I remember being a kid and my parents talking to me about stuff that I did not want to hear. Even though on the outside I had an attitude, but inside I was really listening. But you, you, you do need to watch that attitude. Do you hear with faith? Do you hear with faith? Hebrews 4.2 says, take the word of God and mix it with faith. Do you hear to grow? Do you hear with joy? All right, let me, let me give you this. My last scripture. First, excuse me, Proverbs chapter 1. Proverbs chapter 1. And let's go through verse 5. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 5 says this, Let the wise hear and increase in learning, and the one who understands obtain guidance. Let the wise hear and increase in learning. If you're here, you can increase in learning. So your health is attached to your listening. We saw if we're listening... You know, it's like people going to the doctor. Are you listening to what the doctor is actually saying? Are you listening to the Lord as he reveals to his, in his word what to do about your body as it relates to sickness and disease? Your safety is attached to your listening. 
So as you develop listening ears, your safety is attached to if you hear. Think about a kid. Most parents that I know, if they're talking to their kids, they're not trying to rob the kid of joy, but they say, don't play with that fire or don't run across that street without an adult. What, what, what is it that that parent is doing? That parent is trying to save the life of that child. Father God is trying to save our life. And the, and, and the reason why, and, and I'm going to say something that's pretty bold. I'm going to wait on that because <laughs> I, I just heard from heaven. I'm going to wait. Your safety is attached to your listening. Your prosperity is attached to your listening. Check this out. Your faith or your salvation is attached to your hearing. How do you know that? What scripture you have, Pastor Dwayne? Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if I hear, I can get faith. So don't stop using the excuse, I don't have enough faith. I don't have, a, I don't have faith for that. No, you're not hearing. Because if you read and study the scripture, meditate on it, and confess them, confess those scriptures, you'll have enough faith for it. I, I'll never tell a person you don't have enough faith. It's just that sometimes people haven't developed their faith. The reason why they, have, they don't receive is because they haven't developed their faith. Are you listening to me? So we talked about the three types of hearing. Slow to hear, what you hear, and how you hear. This is a message that you need to take heart. We'll continue this. <laughs> I'm just taking my time because I, I, I'm, I'm listening to the Spirit of God more when it comes to my teaching and preaching. We'll go over to 1 Samuel chapter 3 next week. So, so you can add that to your homework. Read 1 Samuel chapter 3 and just get familiar with that passage so that I can break down some things. I got 10 keys of developing listening ears. I may change the title <laughs> just before the title's sake instead of saying developing listening ears part two. I mean, uh, that's cute, but I don't, I don't know if I like that. All right, did you get something out of today? Amen, amen. Come on, push those hearts. Give me some thumbs up, whatever social media or YouTube or channel that you're on. Um, share, share this video. Listen, I want to help your life. I want to help your life of faith. I want to help you walk this journey and overcome. I'm not saying that you won't have problems. That is not, if you really heard me, you know that I'm not preaching a problem-free life. What I am saying is that God is the answer. His word is the answer to our problems. And he, if his word is the answer, then I need to listen to his words and I need to apply his word and obey his words. And that will solve my problem. For every problem there is, God has a word for that problem. Did you hear me? For every problem that you'll ever face in life, the word of God in the spirit of God will lead you out or lead you to the answer to that problem. Whether it's pain in your body, drama filled relationships, uh, money issues, health issues, job issues, children issues, brothers and sisters issues, parent issues, friendship issues, um, living issues, whatever issues or problems that you have in life, Spirit of God and the Word of God has already provided the answers. We need to listen. So, Father God, I do pray for your people. May they listen to you 
and develop listening ears. May they hear and obey what you have to say. In Jesus' name, I was not fussing. I was just discussing, trying to help someone to have success in this life. That concludes this week's message, and thank you very much for listening. For more information about Kingdom Living Ministries, please call us at 732-324-2200 or visit our website at kingdomlivingnj.org. Also, you can write to us by mail at P.O. Box 519, Grand Cocos, New Jersey, 08073. And lastly, if you would like to partner with this ministry through your prayers or financial support, contact us via email at partners at kingdomlivingnj.org. Our prayer is that this message has encouraged you to live out the kingdom of God daily in your life by your obedience to His Word. God bless you.